Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please. Please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Um, let's do the thing where this podcast starts and people are already talking. Like, yeah. We didn't even know it started. Like we're stormtroopers yeah. just having a conversation. <laughs> what do you guys think of this new, Yeah, uh, so, yeah. Chris and Troy do that a lot, yeah, where they it's, do. they're just in the middle of a conversation. They're just in the middle of a conversation. Ooh. They hit record. Yeah. Don't tell yeah. each other. Guess what, we're guys? Slick. We just what? did the What's same up? thing. The magic oh, podcast. I've been recording. Mid-convo. Whole thing? <laughs> we're in it? We're at the end of the podcast. Oh, okay. Um, so this is when we uh, get loose. This is I say really get... offensive things. Yeah, let's start. Um, cool. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 63. Good evening. Good evening. Of uh, yes, have some Hello. podcast. What was <laughs> that? Doing that? The in Soviet Russia. Oh, from Glow. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, the Russian. Guess what? Glow is good. Glow is still good. It's still good. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, yes, have some What's podcast. Up, Jake? Hi, Jake. How's it going? What's up, man? Not too much, man. Just hanging out. Oh, cool. We're also pretending like we haven't been talking for a half yeah. hour. <laughs> we haven't been going test, test, test. Uh, but. I don't think I asked you once in that half hour how you were doing, so this is a real conversation. How are you doing? Yeah. It, I'm doing fairly well. How okay. are you? Good. We're good. I think I'm good. good. Abigail. I think I'm good. It's good. It's going to be good. So here, I told, I teased before we started recording that I was going to call Abby out on something, mm. and she's stressed because she doesn't know what it was. Yeah, guys. Um, so uh, Abby and I were talking earlier, and I had noticed that um, – we have a like a VCR in the other room, uh, the toy room, and I noticed that there was some tapes out because you you'll watch movies in there. For yeah, I did my nails. Yeah, I watched some tapes. Just watch some tapes, and uh, so we were outside talking, and we we're talking about Ghostbusters because the uh, the one year anniversary of Answer the Call is basically now. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. that more next week. But Abby, goes, yeah, check oh, yeah. you're on this day, guys. Yeah, check you're on this day. Uh, you haven't been tagged already. <laughs> Abby was like, oh yeah, I wanted to go back and watch. Uh, the first Ghostbusters, so I watched the remastered edition today. And I started thinking to myself, the remat what is that? What is it? Well, you were just watching the VHS yeah. of Ghostbusters. <laughs> but it was like the nice, it was like a, it was, wasn't it from, from the top? Well, because it had like a Stuart Little package in the beginning, so it's from like, it's whatever, 90-something. Like 90, 99. Yeah. But I just like that you were like, 
Yeah, well, it was the remastered version. Well, it was better quality than the ones <laughs> I normally watch on VHS, which is, like, all scratchy and, like, faded and shitty. So I was like, wow, this one pops. So and it's we live got in a nicer house- color saturation. We live in a household. And it also had, like, cartoons. Like, it had, like, an extreme... Uh, Ghostbusters cartoon and like a Men in Black cartoon reference and also there was a Godzilla cartoon that I didn't even know existed until I watched oh the... Jake likes that cartoon yeah dude I like the whole look of it Jake you uh, watched is that it the, is it the 98 uh, Godzilla cartoon yeah it's the animated series yeah, yeah it was good it was better than the movie but I just very... love that we're in a household that has Ghostbusters on VHS laser disc mm-hmm. video disc DVD and Blu-ray yes and you were watching the VHS and you said, yeah, I was watching the remastered edition. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. It was good. No, it was good. How was it? Uh, great. Have you, wa- you've seen it before. I've seen it before. Uh, I don't know what viewing this was. I didn't watch the entire thing. I had to do a couple coats on my nails, because that's what I do now, because I'm a lady. Um, and I now, on the you're a lady. Now, now I'm a lady, now that I watch Glow. Uh, no, uh, but I have been doing my nails, and cool. I enjoyed watching Ghostbusters. So. Cool. Uh, so that was from the time in 1999 when they, re- like, it was like, Gosh, the 25th anniversary of Ghostbusters, and they re-released it. But you guys remember where it was still the time where the movie would get re-released, but you had to go to the store and choose if you were going to get the VHS or the DVD. Right. It would be both. Yeah, it was a big decision. <laughs> I miss those days. Um, so, mm-hmm. But the DVD that came out, that's the one that has the commentary that mm-hmm. they've been using for like 20 years. Forever. That's same. Yeah. Right. Uh, same one. I think they should... I don't know, maybe redo the commentary for Ghostbusters. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think they should, and they should just only let Bill Murray do it. That way he doesn't, Mm -hmm. he won't, like, hold anything back. He won't (laughs) feel bad about, like, shit-talking anything. Mm -hmm. Just let Bill Murray have fun with it. Yeah, let him have a couple He won't do it, but that's what I want to (laughs) do. Right. No, he's not going to, well, it would just be Dan Aykroyd and uh, (laughs) Ivan Reitman. Oh. Arguing about the future of Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's my stress today is about the future of Ghostbusters. But I'm going to save it. Okay. I'm going to save it. Yeah, so I like talking about Ghostbusters. That's why we started this whole thing. That's good. Um, cool. So catching up, we've uh, one year later. Uh, one year. We haven't talked in a couple of days. Uh, Abby, I asked Jake how he is. How are you? I'm good. What's going on with you? Uh, I am in love with a movie, and I'm going to talk about it in my stress. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I think I know I'm in a movie very is. serious relationship. It's Men in Black. It's physical. No. It's not Men in Black, no. You're in a physical relationship with a movie? No, yeah. Like, it's... I, I feel, like, very intense about this movie. Okay. So, yeah. Now, there was that documentary that came out a couple of years ago about people who fell in love with inanimate objects. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jake, have you seen the that? The woman who fell in love with the I Eiffel have, Tower? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. What'd you guys think of that? Uh, it was hot. I it liked good. it. I want to. I want to get those guys on the show. I'm into it. That's cool. It must be hard for like if the guys like you're just doing a podcast and like he objectum sexuals. Yeah, what they're called. Yeah. All of a sudden, the guy's having an intimate relationship with the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me get my snowball back though. <laughs> um. No, that's good. Hey, love, love, whatever makes you happy. Love right? the one you're with. Yes, that's a song. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, cool. So, um. God, we got a lot going on. So Spider-Man's a thing. Whoa. Spider-Man. Yeah. Why don't it we do this? Is. Um, we saw some movies. Spider-Man Homecoming's out. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about that? Power Rangers. <laughs> we talk about Power Rangers, too. We did see that this week. Um, let's talk about that stuff, and then we'll move on to our stress a little bit later. What do you guys think of that? Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, you think the audience is okay with that? Hey, guys, what do you think? Send us an email. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> what if it was we'll like a, a choose your own, like, 
If you would like them to do their stress now, press one. <laughs> stress now. <laughs> Yes. Guys, you know some of these people who listen to it. Somebody just pressed one, yeah. like, on their CD changer in their car. <laughs> uh, no, we love our listeners. By the way, real quick. Yes, have some group therapy on Facebook? Mm-hmm. So it's much fun. blowing up. Dude. Yeah. Fast growing. Yeah. Thanks for joining up, everybody. I love that rush of, like, getting people who ask to join the group and I get to approve them. I'm like, yes, absolutely. Yes. Have we denied sure. anybody yet? I haven't. I don't think. I don't, I don't look. I, don't I just click approve all. Approve all. Approve all. Oh, um, so, so there's been some really. What I'm really happy about the the group therapy page is there's not. Uh, it's not just like Ghostbusters talk. People are covering like basically people any any subject that we broach on the show becomes like free reign. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of horror movie talk, a lot of Stephen King, uh-huh. a lot of Ghostbusters, a lot of Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Um, Obvious TV movie. TV toy talk. A lot of toy talk. People mm-hmm. needed a place to vent about toys. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I guess we do have some housekeeping notes before we get to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, NECA, Ninja Turtles, San Diego mm-hmm. Comic-Con exclusive. Mm-hmm. Got my shipping notice today. Nice. Hey. So, they're shipping them out early, so we'll be talking about that when I... I'll be... I'll be I might fall in love with an inanimate object. Yeah? <laughs> that case? <laughs> Just the case. I don't even uh, look at the figures. Like, I'm in love with the case. slots in there, so... Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it's for your accessories. Um... Cool. So, oh, this is what I wanted to bring up. So, you guys know they're making another Conjuring movie? I did not know Oh, that. great. They're making a third Jake's Conjuring. Jake's excited. I hear cool. it. Cool. All right. So, that's what I wanted to talk about. So, we're about. going. No. Did you guys know that the person writing, this kind of like, this news kind of flew under the radar. I don't know how. The guy who's doing the third Conjuring movie has also been commissioned, I guess, by New Line to do a new Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Ooh. What? Yeah. What? Oh, I didn't know that. So I saw that news the other day, and I thought it was one of those things where, like, an old news story, like, pops up on your feed. And I was going to click on it, and it was going to say, like, February 2014. Right. Um, but no, Bloody Disgusting was talking about it. So basically what happened was there was a fake plot that leaked, and it was posted on IMDb. Because, you know, on IMDb, mm-hmm. anybody can go in and edit it. Um, so... The plot that leaked wasn't real, and it had something to do with, like, Freddy's long-lost son being able to go into the dream world. It was something stupid. No. Um, but this guy, I can't We're even... supposed to expect that he had a relationship and, like, yeah, let's sustained talk... a child. <laughs> Freddy had a kid. Yeah. Well, it was that jacket in uh, New Nightmare, right? Yeah. It looked good. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, Freddy had a child. Uh-huh. And... You know, they played baseball. He taught him how to play catch. Oh, he's got that glove. <laughs> Good. I like another <laughs> glove more. Anyways. Um, okay, so. So, yeah, there's a new, I wanted to know what you guys thought about that. Another, like, the last Nightmare on Elm Street reboot sucked. Mm-hmm. And how do you guys feel about them trying it again? Oh, boy, I don't know, man. Um, I, I would be open to the idea at some point, but it's not like, it's not like, how do you, how do you get someone to play Freddy? It's like, it's always going to be. Uh, compared to Robert England, and I don't, and I don't think you're ever going to find anybody as good as Robert England. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like Jason or Michael Myers, where it doesn't really matter who the actor is. It's just somebody, you know, behind a mask. It's like it's completely different. And on top of that, the guy who's writing The Conjuring is writing it. <laughs> I have no faith in it at all. Okay, so. I'm not saying like it can't be done. I, I would I would be 
I would be into another Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's just one of those things where it seems like a long shot. You know, a lot, a lot of things would have to go right. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. there's enough, like, here's the thing. Nightmare on Elm Street is one of those series where, like, they've established kind of like a folklore. Like, obviously, Freddy Krueger's at the center of that, but maybe you could expand that universe with, with like, Freddy Krueger being a central character, but maybe not necessary to the plot. You I don't got know. Minions? I don't know. Something something outside the box. Like Jake said, it, it's not that it can't be done, but if you're talking about recasting Freddy Krueger, I think that's a tough sell. Yeah. Yes. Same. You yeah. know, unless they just want to, like, just get Robert England to do it again. He yeah. would do it. He's still I, alive. I, feel like I just looked would. it up. He's still doing stuff. So, yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he recently he recently put the makeup on at like a convention. And, you know, when you got that kind of makeup on, it doesn't matter if you've aged a little. Like, right. yeah, he could still do it. Yeah. I mean, look yeah, at- get him back and then have him killed off in the end, like Han Solo by whatever the bigger bad is that's being introduced for the series. Like if you're going to pass the torch, have the original for the at least cast, you know, as Freddy. That's interesting. Like that would be. That's something I'd buy. I'd buy it. Like, uh, maybe up the ante a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, James Earl Jones looked great in Rogue One, so it could be done. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see that? Hey, he's coming back and, and playing Mufasa. Yeah. That live-action Lion King? Yeah. yeah. Was there trouble casting on that? No. Did I read something about that? That was Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin's having some difficulty, yeah. Yeah. Right. They're, it's a they're, whole new world, so oh it's difficult. They're, uh... <laughs> they're casting the live action Aladdin movie that Guy Ritchie's directing and uh they're having trouble finding someone to play Aladdin. Um whatever. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean whatever. Yeah. Is, Jumanji. Is there, yeah. yeah. I'll go see Jumanji yeah. instead. Mm-hmm. Um this guy I work with could do it. Uh but he's Italian. <laughs> Okay. I told him that. I I walked up to him and was like, hey. uh, Is he like very handsome and ethnic looking? So you're just like. Yeah. You look a good street That's all your. I was like, I racially profile people, but in like a positive way. (laughs) I walk up to people and I'm like, hey, you know what, man? You could play Aladdin. You could play a prince. (laughs) You're a real Disney prince. Yeah. You look like you're from Arabian Nights. (laughs) He's like, I'm Italian. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I knew you were something. Oh, um, Whoa! Is that? It's my friend John. Start. We talk about this stuff He's all the good. time. John He's likes fine. It. John's fine. If he listens to this, he'll be happy. I talked about him. Someone has to. Kind of flies under the radar at work. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah. So Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm I'm open. Like I continue the series. Like, but I, I was looking up. So this guy who wrote The Conjuring, David Leslie Johnson. He wrote The Last Conjuring. And then he, he wrote Wrath of the Titans, so... Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, um, so, Abby, what were you talking about last night? Yeah, in other nightmare news, I'm excited. The uh, the artist Stephen Holliday, the guy that did the Georgie print that I have uh, from It, he's doing um, a, uh, like, a, a nightmare-themed, uh, like, drawing that he's putting out in, I think, a week. It's on his Instagram, if you go to... Stephen LaRose Holiday. Um, yeah, he teased yeah. it. It's like Nancy, right? It's Nancy, and she looks super Ooh, hot and like yeah. full lipped, and I like the color scheme and like yeah. So definitely check that out. I saw that last night. Well, that late. Stephen King print looks really good. Yeah. Like it's the we talked about. It's like it. a mixed medium. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. I like it looks it. better in person than it does like you know when you first see it on the on the internet. Yeah. 
It's very cool. So definitely excited about that. Yeah. More excited than I am, I think, about whatever this upcoming movie is going to be. What movie? The Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah, yeah that's exactly. What um, I never saw Wrath of the Titans, so who knows? No, um, I missed it. Missed that one. But anyways, Pass. so cool. So Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe that's happening. Halloween's coming up. Friday the 13th's not happening. We've covered all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's a curse. Horror movies will always continue in some form or fashion. I saw there's another Texas Chainsaw coming out soon, so yep. what are you going to do? They just keep there coming is, back. And it's like a prequel. They've done He's that. like a kid in it. Oh, he's a child. Yeah, No, he is. He literally is a child. Like, the plot of the movie is that it's, like, four boys who, like, break out of, like, juvie or something like that. Uh-huh. And they're making it to – they're trying to make it where – you don't know which of the four boys throughout the movie is going to end up being Leatherface. Oh. Okay. But that it's just sounds stupid. It sounds wow. so stupid. Is it like a coming of age tale? It's like, it's like uh stand by me. Like any of you guys want to see a dead body? All four of them are like, definitely. Dude, I'm literally reading that right now. I would love to see that. In fact, I would, when we find it, maybe I'll like, you know, peel some of the skin off, oh, wear it on my face. Thank you. Little outfit. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's cute. Hey, you know, I, well, I, I had since we're since we're talking about horror movies really quick. I had I had this as a little bit of my stress, but I'm going to go ahead and, and drop it go since we're it. we're talking about it. Please so there, you guys know that there's a new there's a new trailer for the new Chucky movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, which is called Cult of Chucky. Cult of Chucky. Okay. And, the, and the trailer looks fine. It looks a little crazy. It's it's a direct follow-up to the last movie, which I liked. Um, but because this movie's coming out, like some, some older stuff about just like some, some trivia and things that haven't really been very public about some of the older movies has been in the news recently. And there are two things in particular that I wanted to bring up. So uh, a while back, I guess I don't know where this was sold or whatever, but somebody um, has like 10 or 11 alternate concept posters for Child's Play 3. Okay, Mm -hmm. And they were like they're they were just like, you know, they were just alternates that that weren't actually used. And in all of them are, are, are just like, you know, they're pretty obvious. You can tell that they're just copies of of the same thing basically uh-huh. but a few of them are just like they're kind of like jokes like there's one that says look who's stalking and it looks like the look who's talking yeah, uh, like you know like stuff it. like stuff like that but then there's a lot of them that are military themed because that third movie took place to like on a military school. base yeah but Whoa. there is one that i need to have the story to because it has nothing to do with the movie and I wonder if maybe at some point this poster maybe the movie was completely different at some point okay but it (laughs) he's just can't even get it out I'm looking at it I'm looking at it right now so it says at the top it says surf's up dude and then it has a picture of Chucky Wearing like a bathing suit and holding a surfboard. Oh my god! And he's wearing flip flops, and then yes. it just says "Child's Play 3 coming this fall. Surf's up, big kahuna. <laughs> like, like, what was that movie? Um, um, so I want it. I feel like that was. I like it. What year did Child's Play 3 come out? Let's look. Um, up. it is eighty. 
89 something like that 91 okay so if we're looking at the landscape of cinema in 91 there's a little movie and i don't jake i don't know if you've ever seen it because i think we've talked about it uh it's called point break no highly influential (laughs) i like to think that they hired some guy to do the child's play poster he knew nothing about the plot He's sitting there just watching Point Break yes, with Keanu Reeves. Yes, and he's Patrick. like, I'm going to learn to surf or break my neck. Yeah. And then he's like, I got the Child's Play poster idea. I know what it's going to be. I'm going to really knock him out. Um, God waxes his surfboard. Waxes. Wait, has Jake seen Point Break? I, I feel like we're just doing, no, we're doing our own solo Point Break. It's okay. I've cool. never seen it. Um, that's so funny. I love the idea because Chucky's funny looking. You can put him in all sorts of different. Uh, yeah. Uh, That's the foot of a dress-up doll. You can put them in whatever you want. But yeah. like, I like the surfing thing in particular. Yeah. Did they do one where he's like in an astronaut uniform? No. Like, dude, honestly, he's, he's all the he's rest. Like Barbie. He gets to do whatever there's, there's the look who's talking one, and then there's a couple. There's one that's kind of like... Um, uh, uh, it's like him writing on a chalkboard. I will not kill again. I will not kill. You know, oh, almost like, the like Simpsons. that. Yeah, yeah, like Bart the Simpsons thing. Yeah. But besides that, the rest of them are yes. all like. Oh, there's a couple. Like, there's a couple of him wearing like military gear. Dude, we found the poster. He looks like flirtatious. Like his positioning of his hips and like his he's hand, got his on, hand his on his hip. He's like yeah, a little, he's like a little lady. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh my god, it's, I love that. It's the weirdest one. I have, dude. There's just no story behind it and. I like I it. I want to see that movie. I want to wear that costume. The one where he's wearing I the, want that tattooed on my person. I really like that. It's cute. The one where he's wearing the, the military beret with his hair, the way it's coming out, he looks like Sam Kinison. Yes. Um, Dude, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and I, it almost looks like that's on purpose. So, uh, it is a chance. Listen, we all collect alternate art posters. I'm into these Chucky posters. In yeah. fact... If anybody has ideas or wants to draw up or like, maybe we should have a contest. Yeah. Like who can yeah. come up with the best yes. alternate child's Chucky. play? Yeah. Dude, that would be posters. amazing. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like um, it. We can do like, I, because it was 91, there, I'm surprised there's not like a Terminator 2 Chucky poster where he's like oh, on the dude, bike. That, that would probably actually be amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's like this summer, I'll be back. To kill your family. <laughs> right. To kill your girlfriend. Um, that would have been perfect. What I love about these Chucky movies is it's the same voice. It's basically the same plot. They haven't, like... So, obviously, Bride of Chucky, they kind of went, you know, a little bit more campy, but... Bride and like, Seed, for, sh- Bride and seed for sure yeah. are, are kind of insane. But they didn't go to space. You know, there's nope. no Chucky in the hood. Okay. Nope. Um, by the way, real quick... Did anybody read... Okay, I'm going to call out some groups. Okay. There's all these Ghostbusters fan groups on Facebook. Do you guys ever go to these? They're chock full of interesting people. I don't want to mm. say which I've, one. I've seen them. I know what you're talking about. So there's a lot of people who go to these groups and give their ideas for, like, Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. Uh, the old, how's that for a third? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so somebody... and. It's like you can usually tell if people are trolling by just going to their profile and kind of seeing what they're all about. Mm -hmm. And somebody in dead serious fashion posted, like, their idea for Ghostbusters in the hood. Oh. (sighs) Ooh, boy. And it was like, 
and, cool. and they laid out their whole plot, and it was like so dumb and so like blatantly like racist. Yeah, unfollow and, like, Leaf Group. Um, so, anyways, I sent him an email. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. Trying to get his interview because <laughs> I just want to pick his brain. We I just like figure it. We can get some traction. Well, first of all, it's very original. It's very fresh. You know, go and score. everyone can write a screenplay. So. Go for it, buddy. Yeah. Every- Everyone should be able to submit their own idea for Ghostbusters. The best is on Reddit. Someone's like, I just wish they would run their ideas past me so I could tell them what I think. Like, okay, dude. How are you going to be able to do that in between your shifts at Burger King? Ooh. <laughs> God. Hey. I have to, the king now. I have to apologize. Welcome to the OC, bitch. <laughs> I have to apologize. I have to apologize. First of all. If any of our listeners. I've been watching the OC a lot, and I should apologize for that. There you go. Secondly, yes. if any of our listeners work at Burger King, I am so sorry. I'm also, not. I'm sorry I said the B word. Burger? Yeah, burger. Like I care. <laughs> you guys, it's all good fun. Jake, good. are you still with yeah. us? Did I'm you here. leave? I devolved there. All right. Okay. I devolved. I devolved. We went from child's play to insulting people who work fast food jobs. We've all yeah. worked them. Yeah, I got fired from a Chick fil A. There you go. Talked about that. It's healthy. Jake, you ever been fired? <laughs> uh, kind of. Okay. Technically, oh. yeah. Painful th- memories. Let's talk about it. Yes, have some couch. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jake. No, you said you told that story on the podcast where, like, yeah, you you left your job and you did a Costanza. You went back a couple weeks later and just started yeah. working again. Yeah, I just came back. Right, right, right. Cool. Yeah. I like that. I like I your like style. Like All right. <laughs> so, where were we? Spider Man. That's a movie. Yes. We all yes. saw it. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh-huh. It's in theaters. Uh-huh. Big box office. Yeah. Guys. It's filmed across the street from a Yes Have Some yeah. headquarters. Marvel Cinematic Universe. They finally put out a good one. Mm, finally. Yeah. It's been uh, a while. No. It was amazing. Uh, what, what, I mean, what were you guys' feelings going into it? What are your feelings coming out of it? Jake? Yeah. Uh, no, I was excited to see Spider-Man. Um, <clears throat> I've always liked... You know, with the exception of, I mean, the first two, the, the first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, I really liked, especially the second one with Doctor Octopus. The third one was weird. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. The two amazing Spider-Man movies were two of the worst superhero movies ever put out. They're so bad. Uh, I was excited though because I like Spider-Man and it was good. And I think it was one of the, I think it was one of the best of the Marvel the MCU film so far. I'd put it, I'd probably put it in the top five or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I'd say I probably went into this knowing less. I saw the first, uh, like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, like the first and the second one in theaters. I never saw the third. Um, and from what I've heard, like you just said, Jake, it was kind of like, ugh, not so Spider-Man great. Yeah, 3 is It was a, like, was a mess. Yeah. If you go back and watch it, it's Batman and Robin level bad. It so really I is. need to see yeah. it. Actually, because that sounds kind of good, and I kind of like Batman and Robin for that reason. Um, but yes, I completely passed on the Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man movies. Totally unfamiliar with those. Um, I thought he was like way too good looking to be he's Spider-Man. Awful. Yeah, he's, he's the worst Spider-Man so yeah. far. Yeah, like he's he's handsome and stuff, and yeah, I don't buy that. So um, never saw those. And going into this, I'd seen the trailer, obviously, like in theaters several times and was excited. I thought Tom Holland looked like really good in um, Civil War. Yeah, he was great in Civil War. He was great. And uh, I liked the little tiny bit of origin story or like backstory on him that we got in that movie. So going into this one, I was excited to see him on screen. And I have, like I said, I saw the first uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, which is... I saw that in theater, so I have, like, kind of, like, a fun... I was in high school when I saw it, so I have 
fun summer memories of going to see Spider-Man. Um, and we went to see this with our buddy Zach, and it was like a 11 o'clock showing on a school night. And cool. it, was, it was very cool. It was in 3D IMAX, and it was a total blast. Like, it was a really fun roller coaster ride. And it was a Marvel movie that had a super strong villain, which is very cool. And it had very cool female characters that I liked. And it was like funny and it was well written and like shout out to fucking freaks and geeks alumni uh what's his name sam weir john francis daly yeah for writing that because it's a it's a very funny movie and i really had a good time so i give it i would put it probably after guardians volume one volume two i would slide this in right there in third place after those because i enjoyed it and i would like to see it a second time in theaters and i definitely want to buy it and see it multiple times again once i own it so Michael Keaton was awesome in this movie. Yeah. He was um, scary. He was Dude, so yeah. good. It was good to have a villain that's like, you buy into their, like, motives. Yeah, because he's like Robin yeah. Hood almost. Like, he's doing it for good reasons, like, for to support his family, which I, is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. And then also, like, the the, en- the ending with, with him in the, so, like, the post credit scene of him in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, it's cool that, like, it's a villain that doesn't just die in the end. Yep. You know, yeah. he doesn't get killed. He gets caught like in the way Spider-Man catches people, like leaves him for the cops to come get him. Right. But when he's in jail in the end and the guy's like, Hey, I, I heard, you know, who Spider-Man is. And he says, no. Yep. Like what that I thought was really cool because it's not like, because it almost feels like he's not doing that. It almost feels like he's doing that because he's like, you know what? Like, that dude saved my daughter. Yes, exactly. You know, and it's almost kind of like a redemption kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how it's meant to be played. Like, I don't know how it's meant to be written. If it's like, I just don't want to tell them who Spider-Man is. Or if he's just like, no, nah, man, that kid was right. Yeah, you either know? way, at like, least they saved him. They didn't kill him off. We could see him again because he's such a... He was great on screen. Well, they're obviously setting up like that yeah. guy had the scorpion tattoo, so mm-hmm. he's obviously the scorpion. So right, they're probably going to try to set up like the the Sinister Six or whatever. But okay. but it, still, yeah, it, it was cool. It was, it was a good. Wow. So you mean Marvel's going to like slow roll and develop the Sinister Six, not just make <laughs> yeah, it and expect us to care at all? Yeah. Oh man. Well, if you just do like a bunch of good introductions and change the song every two seconds, then you know it'll be just as good. Man, fuck Suicide Squad. <laughs> Spider Man was so good, dude. Dude. So yes. Tom Holland is amazing. I totally buy into that kid. Like uh, the fact that like the bully who's like a total dork. That's like Ed Sheeran. I like, love it. He's like a DJ. Yeah. And he calls him yeah. Penis Parker the whole movie. Penis Parker. Oh, my that's God. so funny. Mm-hmm. I want to call him Penis Parker now. Yeah. Um, Tom Holland was great. You know, John Favreau, Robert Downey Jr., you don't, like, they're just good. Like, they've, Robert Downey Jr. has been playing Iron Man for 10 years. Right. Or 11 years or whatever. Like, he's, he's, he is Iron Man. Like, so, and, but what I was happy about, I was kind of, the way they advertised the movie, I feel like, tell me if you guys agree with this, I feel like they were a little bit worried about Spider-Man fatigue because this is the third reboot. This is the third iteration of Spider-Man in, you know, a pretty short amount of time. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. the way they promoted this movie, they kind of build it like Iron Man was the main co-star and it was going to be because they know people go crazy for Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But he really wasn't in it that much. And no, there's even there's even like a scene in the trailer of of Iron Man and Spider-Man like kind of gliding through the air together. That's not in the movie at all. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, 
But I, I thought he was in it enough, and I was glad that, like, Peter Parker was the one who kind of saved the day at yeah. the end without assistance. Yeah, I like that there wasn't so much of him. Um, I was listening to uh, Kevin Smith on uh, Fat Man and Bot Man talking about uh, the homecoming today, and he was pointing out that the uh, the way that, like, at the end of the movie, like, the third act, it's like when you're saving what is more personal to you, like, the ones that you love rather than the entire world, like, hanging in the balance, like, having it be... Uh, like people that are like that you care it's about deeply, your family. Story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a smaller scale or whatever. Like and what? that scope being smaller and more. <laughs> if intimate, I saved you guys, it's a high school type feel versus right. saving you know the world. Yes. Right. I'd rather save the world because you get like a lot more. <laughs> right. Because I feel like some of those like the Avengers movies or other Marvel movies, like it's just like okay, so the whole world's spinning in the balance like every single time. So it felt a little bit fresher and smaller. And more personal, like and it I, was I more like personal. That. It was. It, it also, felt like an accurate representation of high school too. It really did. And what I liked about it, since it was more personal, and smaller scale, like uh, the the events of like Civil War and the first Avengers movie are kind of like in the background, mm-hmm. and this is kind of a direct like the, the open vo- was so fucking yeah, smart. The vulture just, yeah. is a direct result of what happened at the Battle of New York, mm-hmm. um, and you kind of see that in the Netflix shows for Marvel, which are also a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they kind of build that up in the movie where Spider-Man, you know, he wants to be an Avenger so bad. And at the end, he's kind of given that opportunity and he makes the decision to kind of, re- you know, stay for now, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that whole scene at the end with the press conference and Pepper Potts, all that was really well yeah. done. Um, mm-hmm. So just overall, a really good movie. But I got to keep going back. Michael Keaton was so awesome. That scene in the car. Yeah. yeah. So when, it's when the best scene in the movie. It's yeah. So, there's so many memes already. Uh, there's there's one meme going around where like he turns around. Like the coming of awareness of like I know who you are. I know who you right. are. And there's one meme where he's like he holds up a picture of him as Batman. And then he, <laughs> and then it cuts to Tom Holland. <laughs> And then it cuts back to him. He's like, also, Tobey Maguire was better or something like that. Uh, <laughs> that is not true, though. No. I mean, it, Michael Keane was, he was, like you said, it, really scary. And then Abby says almost like a Robin Hood. Like, he's doing this for his family. And even though Altruistic he, or whatever, he yeah. kind of goes crazy and, like, kills that one guy at one point. But he also is like, oh, I thought that was just a stun gun. Yeah, he's like, I didn't mean to kill him. <laughs> right. Um, that- that scene's so good, though, with them in the car, because, like, one one thing that they've always been missing from the Spider-Man movies is the fact that Spider-Man is a kid. Yep. Like, he yeah. is a kid, but, like, Tobey Maguire and uh, the other dude, like, Andrew they didn't Dawson. seem very, like, they looked like 30-year-olds, yep. mm-hmm. you know? Because they were. Right. right. This is a kid. This is a kid who, who they, he's, this kid is so young, they couldn't even trust him with the entire Avengers script. Right. They're like, this is a kid. He talks too much. He's the like, actual, he talks, right. he's a fucking kid. The actual kid. God, so, could you imagine if they gave us the Avengers script? <laughs> just live, we just live stream reading it. Yeah. Um, and John, your cable would be animating it. <laughs> uh, but comment. that scene where they're in the car is so cool because it's the first time that it's like, oh, this is a grown, scary man, and he is threatening the life of a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's even scarier because, like, for once, Spider-Man is just, like, he's just a kid. Yep. Right. And that's yep. how he's supposed to be. Yep. And mm-hmm. his, his uh, he hasn't fully developed his, his, you know, his Spidey sense yet, and he's really dependent on the suit, and he's very vulnerable in that moment. I did think Michael Keaton was going to turn around and go, I want you to tell all your friends about me. Right. Um, 
God, I wish he would have. I, I can't think he was going to ask if we wanted to get nuts. <laughs> um, but no, when when uh, Spider-Man, when uh, Peter Parker's, like, getting used to this suit, like, I loved all that stuff. Where he, like, he names it Karen and, like, all the back and forth, like, conversation and, like, the options with the webs and all that kind of stuff. And like Oh, the, when they hack the suit? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Jennifer Connelly did the voice of Karen. Yeah, I heard that. There you go. That's very cool. Um, Couple other things. Marissa Tomei, Aunt May. Dude. Awesome. So hot. She's a... Very cool. She's a MILF? No, she's an aunt. An aunt. Yeah. An, I'd, an aunt I'd like to hang out with, like, in a very respectful way. <laughs> like an aunt. Like, try your glasses she's on. She's such an aunt. See ach. if you let me borrow them. She's so cute. I bet I her mean, hair smells good. She's great. Marissa Tomei's always been great. Mm-hmm. My cousin Vinny. Uh, and then there's another thing going... Somebody posted today. Did you guys see that? It was... Uh, George Costanza with Marissa Tomei and like uh-huh. <laughs> inferring that he's Uncle Ben. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah, she's awesome. I think like just you know, pe- people were mad when she was originally cast in Civil War because they're like, no, Aunt May needs to be like an old hag. It's like, why? Yeah, like, break cares? the fucking stereotype. Yeah. Like, have a new trope, right? Exactly. Um, so and that's cool. And a- also, like, if we're talking about the female characters, like the possibility of what's her name, Zendaya. That actress being Mary Jane because she references like that her she friends said, call her MJ, which yeah. like I'm not sure how much we all buy into that theory. Like I don't know enough I mean, Spider-Man lore to like read into things, but I liked her character a lot in the movie. I thought she was really funny and interesting, and I thought it was cool that she's like a she's an just artist, she's kind shit. of an asshole. Yeah, yeah like, like I liked all that stuff. I like that a lot. Um, so yeah, uh, and then Donald Glover, he wasn't in it very much, uh, but he's great in everything he does, and then. His character, Aaron Davis, like he was the guy trying to buy the arms and he references mm-hmm. his nephew living in the neighborhood. Yeah. That's Miles Morales. Right. Um, so yep. I, I think it'd be really smart to just bring, like eventually, do you know what that buildup's going to be to bring in like another younger Spider-Man? Like mm-hmm. this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Like good. Yeah. Hey, I think between um, Spider-Man and uh, Baby Driver, Sony's having a little bit of a better summer this Dude, year. Dude, Sony's <laughs> doing, doing pretty good, yeah. good y'all. Um, than they than they did last year. Yeah, uh, so it's better. things are better. Yeah, I can't I can't say enough good things about Spider Man Homecoming. And then like, I mean, this has been a really good year for superhero movies. Like we're not like we talk about all the the superhero movies, but we're not. I think it's been the best for like. If, of all time, possibly. If you've got Logan, Guardians Volume 2, and now Spider-Man Homecoming, and, and Wonder Woman. Thor Ragnarok, and Wonder Woman. That's like a, a fucking full house right there, yeah. y'all. So. Yeah. It's like usually every year there's like, it's like, oh, but also Fantastic Four was the worst movie of all time. Stinker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Thor, and mm-hmm. uh, Marvel's just doing their thing. And then, mm-hmm. oh, wait, Justice League comes out this year, so there's still hope. There's room for a stinker. Ooh, yep. <laughs> there's room yet. Um... <clears throat> So I saw I saw an article today that was talking about how uh, the villain in Justice League, Uh the actor who played the villain, never even met any of the like member like actors who portray the Justice League. And they're like, oh, that that really looks good on a movie. Yeah. Yeah. You mean he didn't like sneak into their like set room and like leave them like dead rats and like old tampons. (laughs) I I bring up Jared uh, Leto's fucking Joker antics, but. That's, it's I not, didn't hear that. That's fucked I up. I think, you know, you don't need chemistry between your villain and your heroes. <laughs> no. 
happens. No, no, no. Hey, you don't need your actors to even be in the same room to no. act in a scene ever. Mm-hmm. You don't need to play off anything or visualize or have motivation no, or any of that, that kind of shit. Usually no. bands' best albums are Green when screen. no one's in the studio together. They're just totally recording separate. tracks on uh, separate sides of the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, just mail it to each other like the Postal Service. So anyways... Oh. God, I have been watching the OC. You yeah, guys, I don't care. Sweet postal service reference. Guys, Adam Brody, it's okay. He was like 27. Hey, he's in Scream 4. Oh, he's also in uh, Yoga Hosers. So, oh, yeah. Very there you yeah. go. Um, so, yeah, Spider-Man, awesome. We'll, uh, I'm probably going to see it again. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because it was fun. Like, we always talk, like, the point of a superhero movie, for the most part, is that you just want to, you want it to be fun. Mm-hmm. You want it to be entertaining. And if it's also, like. It's you know, funny. It like is when, uh, when his friend's in the library and like uh, he's like trying to do all the backup, the guy in the chair stuff, and the lady comes in and interrupts him and he's like, I'm watching porn? That was like my favorite line in the whole movie. <laughs> I died. Also, so those kids doing, you know, fuck, Mary kill? That's yes. like our move. Dude. <laughs> That's they're a yes our move. Yeah, they're, co- they're stealing our style. All right, guys, let's do it. F, Mary kill. Okay. Black Widow. Whoa. Black Sabbath. Okay. And Black Panther. <laughs> Okay, gotcha. Wow, okay. Hmm, that's tough. I'm going to kill Black Widow. Um, (laughs) Let's see, what were the other... I'm I'm probably going to fuck Black Sabbath, and I'm going to marry Black Panther. I haven't seen it, but the movie looks good. I feel like there's like, isn't he like a prince? He's got like a good thing going. He's got a cool suit. He's got a kingdom. I've seen it. It's hidden in Africa. I'm very excited. Um, There you go. Hey. And we've now devolved. We've devolved yeah. pretty hey, good. Hey, we learned it from the children of Spider-Man. Dude, they're just in high school. Cool. <laughs> um, all right, so you guys want to get stressed? You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. I think I just stressed everyone yeah. out talking about Black Sabbath. Let's get on a crazy train. Hey. Is it? They, is that it? That's Ozzy. That's Ozzy. He was in Ghostbusters. He was in, whoa. God he did damn. that shit All right, back cool. in, okay, I'm not going to even do the quote. There we go. Um, now we're and it, well, we can talk about Spider-Man more as we go and, and uh, all these superhero movies. Mm-hmm. We'll sprinkle it in. But yeah, it's time to get stressed. Mm-hmm. Our weekly uh, stress fest. Mm-hmm. Who would like to start? Abigail? I'm, I'm stressed. Am I starting? You're starting us off. Dude, okay, so... Uh, Stress level is extremely high right now. Um, I already teased it. I said I'm in love. Um, last week I was in love with Glow, which, quick update on that, I loved the rest of that show. Um, I finished it, and I was extremely satisfied. <clears throat> um, so there's that. I went and saw a movie last week called Baby Driver, and I didn't know really anything about this other than that the poster looked super tight. Um, Roy I, Kurtz did the poster. Yeah. Hey, studios, it's good to get actual artists to do your film posters not yep. this photoshop bullshit yeah All right, that's my little psa dude yeah i mean the poster itself like got me interested in the movie um i guess like little tiny factoid i did like i was aware of it because i was working at like a production studio while that movie was being filmed and when i went to park on the day that they were filming um there were signs up everywhere saying that you couldn't park and then like i asked around and found out the movie that was filming was called baby driver and i looked it up and i was like oh my god john ham is in this movie that means he's like in my proximity and i remember like texting craig and freaking out but never actually like crossing paths with the uh, any of the production as it was going on that day. Um, so I kind of knew little bits and pieces. I knew that it was filmed in Atlanta, obviously, since it was filming somewhere where I was. Um, so I didn't know anything other than 
like the poster looks cool. Um, I've never seen an Edgar Wright movie, which is the guy who wrote and directed this. Um, I'd been told by many people in the past. Whoa, 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 I know, whoa. right, dude? Yeah, never step in, Jake. There's my stress. I'd never you seen. You haven't Hot seen Buzz, Shaun of the, the Dead, dude. My brother tried to show it to me, and I feel like it was like in a weird time in my life. Like I just I never finished it, or like oh I barely God. remember seeing the beginning of it. So like. Edgar Wright didn't. That didn't mean anything to me. Like wow. I was like, I don't. Okay. Do Dude, this, okay. is some vul- about, this is some stress. This is some vulnerability and some like total yeah, honesty. Is. Yeah, he's like. I a, feel like a couple of people just crashed their cars here. Dude, that I, I bet. This is the stress confession. They're all Tokyo drifting like baby. Um, <laughs> is that what that is when you drift like that? Um, Only in Tokyo. Racing. It's very cool. Um, yeah. So like I said, I had never seen an Edgar Wright movie, and I had not experienced like the fucking beauty and, like, majesty and vision that is, like, obviously the stuff that he writes and produces and puts out because Baby Driver, like, from the very beginning, like, the opening scene of this movie and the soundtrack, which is 41 songs long, um, I was, like, a fucking sports fan, like, jumping up and down in my theater seat, like, saying yes and, like, screaming and, like, getting on the edge of my seat and, like, throwing Twizzlers and fucking, like, it was... So, so good and, like, so sexual and hot and awesome and John Hamm is amazing and fucking Kevin Spacey owns it and, like, Jamie Foxx is hilarious and, like, menacing and scary as fuck and, like... Like I said, the soundtrack alone carries this movie and is like a fucking direct injection adrenaline pump like the whole time. Like it's a fast roller coaster movie. And I have been in an Edgar Wright hole, like reading interviews, listening to interviews. And I started watching Hot Fuzz last night. I have not finished it because someone fell asleep. So we're going to have to get back into that movie as soon as possible. Um, And then watch Shaun of the Dead. I, I did nothing. Yeah, you fell asleep. So we're going to get back into it. Um, But yeah, Baby Driver was like, go see it, first of all. I don't want to spoil it, but it's like a car chase movie and like it's a heist movie. So it's fast paced and like it harkened back to uh, watching Fury Road, like Mad Max uh, Fury Road for the first time, which is interesting because when I was uh, reading an interview, which I don't remember which one, Edgar Wright was talking about how Fury Road was extremely inspirational for him and he went and saw it like four times before it opened and then went and paid to see it once it came out. And like this movie, like the, the structure of it and how it literally like never lets off the gas, like you are just on a, an internal roller coaster the entire time. Um, it was amazing and inspirational and like emotional, and I fucking cried. And I've been listening to the soundtrack nonstop, all 41 songs, and uh, the John Spencer Blues Explosion, which is uh, the first song, Bell Bottoms, that they play like for the first uh, chase sequence, is like, oh my God, I've almost died like three times running to that song because it's like, it just gets you there, and it's so good. And Jake, I feel like I'm just talking so much. Did you see this movie? I'm pretty sure you did. Like, what did you think? <laughs> yes, did it impact did. you like it impacted I, me? I did see it, yeah. Okay, cool. So you liked it? No, yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Um, it, I, I've, most of Edgar Wright's movies are are super good, and they're all – you can tell it's an Edgar Wright movie because they all have that weird, you know, style. There's a lot going on. Um, yeah. It's a lot like uh, – Scott Pilgrim is a lot like this, yeah. just like the just crazy, like off the wall shit happening. Um, it's like, dude, stress. Hot Fuzz is, is really good. It's like, it's really funny. I know you said you started it. It, it mm-hmm. is super good, but it's in the trilogy with like, you know, that Shaun of the Dead and yeah. um, whatever. I can't World remember. Yeah. That World's End, yeah. World's End, they're all yeah. like, they're kind of a trilogy, but yeah. Yeah, I like his stuff. I like the movie a lot. And, and you're right, it is full of like a lot of really good actors. John Hamm is like it's so we- he he's such a weird actor to me because he's 
good in everything. And yeah. he's good at like, he's good at being like a serious, you know, in a serious role. And then he's mm-hmm. really good at being funny too. Yeah. He's, he's really fun to watch. And I like, I liked him a lot. Same. Yeah. yeah I really did. I definitely, and yeah. So like, I'm stressed because like stepping my toe into the Edgar Wright verse and like the cult that is like all of his films. Cause a lot of people are obviously dedicated to his stuff. I knew nothing about it. And now I'm like, you know, it's like when I read Carrie for the first time, I feel like I'm kind of stepping into something that's like, well, like for yeah. people are very, very well versed in this. So it makes you gotta watching, catch up. Ba- watching baby driver driver makes you kind of pissed off that he didn't end up doing Ant-Man. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I read that he um, started writing this movie in 1995. Yeah. And it's been like, it's just been like the one project he's that he's always this. really wanted to make. So yeah, like, I believe that's why it's so good because he's, he spent so much time like refining it. Yeah. That's what I've read. Like his whole writing process, I guess he conceived it when, he was 14. He ended up doing, uh, directing like a music video for, um, like Mint Royale or Royal was the band. Um, which was like a heist that was like based on or fueled by music, like a, a a getaway driver that was, you know, motivated Mm -hmm. by music. And like, that's the stuff that I, and his writing process, Edgar Wright, like when he talks about in the interviews that I've read about how he listens to music and sees a scene and like things play out to the beat. And you feel that as like gunshots happen to the music. And it's like, that is, there's so much care and like meticulous OCD order to that, that I like, it's so satisfying. And I think that's what really connected with me. And I know for a fact from reading like uh, Stephen King and reading on writing, Stephen King listens to music while he writes. And I feel like it's just something that really good writers, visionaries and directors do. It's like when you feel the music and you inject it into your creative process, like it just, it's fucking satisfying and I love it. And like this movie just hit me. Um, and I'm also stressed because I'm looking for baby's varsity jacket and like, I can't find it anywhere. Cause I really mm-hmm. want to dress like him for dragon con because as I've already mentioned, like this film was filmed in Atlanta. So like a lot, even the, the fucking Marriott, like the, uh, the hotel, uh, under, under the hotels where there's like a food court and a mall where we all like to go and hang out and get lunch. Like that's where this movie was filmed. So I really want to wear my baby costume and like do a run. Just like he did in, like, film. There's going to be, like, 800. I know. It's going to be a running of the babies. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, they're going to be uh, the running of the babies. Um, yeah, I've seen posts about that. I'm like, I think I need to do it. So I really, it's very hard to find this jacket, though. Apparently it was, like, custom made for him. So Yeah, I love the movie. I thought it was awesome. I know we talk about franchise movies a lot. Obviously, we talk about Star Wars, Ghostbusters, uh-huh. all the Marvel movies, and we were just raving about Spider-Man. But it's really refreshing. Uh, refreshing? I know all the... Uh, it's refreshing. All the words. I know all the words. Afreshing. All the good ones. It's really refreshing to sit down in a theater and watch something original. Like, and even though there's tons of original movies that come out all the time, it's just nice that this one's getting, like, it's doing really well. People, and it's sitting in Atlanta, and you can fucking feel it, and it's awesome. And it's I love really that. It's really good. It's, uh, yeah, it's just a fun, like, it, it's kind of a throwback. Like, uh, they, Edgar Wright loves... 90s action movies, you know, and he references them a lot in his movies. He references... He loves Point Break. Point Break and Bad Boys 2, and, like, it it just has a good vibe to it, and the music is amazing, and all the choreography was incredible. John Hamm was great. Even John Bernthal, who I don't love that guy, but he was good. Yeah. You know, I still have mm-hmm. that Shane hangover. That Shane See, I always liked him as Shane. I just I think he's don't cute. like The Walking Dead, but Kevin Spacey was great. Uh, the main kid, what's his name? Uh, the kid who played baby Ansel Elgore. Ansel Elgore. Uh, yeah, he's like a teen heartthrob. 
Um, throbbing. He's super, th- a lot of throbbing, a lot of quivering, a lot of sunglass changes. He's cute. He He's cute. Good. But, um, yeah, I really liked it. I Little thought, James, and, awesome. uh, I think it was Guillermo del Toro was kind of pointing out, it's like a modern day fable. It's like, he, you know, the, w- when the movie is getting towards the third act, they didn't do the thing where like, so when he comes into the restaurant and he's with, uh, John Hamm and Jamie Foxx. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. in every other dumb movie or TV show, like, the girl would get really upset at him, you know? Yeah. But in this, his the love, like, she's looking out for him, and, she, like, she knows something's wrong. Yeah. And she waits for him. Yeah, because she's smart, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it was just good. It, it, it wasn't predictable. No, not at all. And, uh, like I said, I really enjoyed just watching something original. Um, and awesome soundtrack. Awesome cover art. They're already putting out a really good Blu-ray for it. Dude, Mondo's releasing a poster tomorrow that I'm extremely stressed about. What's his name? Matt Taylor? Matt Taylor's doing yeah. a Mondo print. Um, although I like it, but I think I like the, the regular poster art more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just good. I mean, it's like, Jake, you saw it before us, and you were just like, it's just a good movie. And yeah. Does, yeah. Now, what, what's funny is Sony already wants a sequel, and Edgar Wright is actually considering it. Um, yeah. Which is fine, but yeah. I, I kind of feel like it could be one of those standalone gems. But yeah, I don't. It should be. It should I be. It I want to. I want to like watch it back to back with Drive. Yeah. They're 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 really different, but mm-hmm. it just I just feel like that'd be a nice experience to watch those two back to back. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Could get into Dim that. the lights. Put yeah, on, I've yeah. seen it twice already. But I think popcorn. I'm going to see it again you next it week. Too? Yeah. Um, I got plans. You got some plans? I think that, like, and it, it is doing really well in the box office, and uh, the reviews were... So, that's the other thing. Not just super... All these movies are coming out are getting really good reviews, like, the new plan... Stephen King loved it. Stephen King loved it. Uh, the new Anthony pl- Bourdain didn't, but he's, like, an idiot. Fuck so him. Fuck he's that so guy. <laughs> Dude, I used um, to like him. So, yeah, it, yeah, it was good. Out. It was really good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I saw mm-hmm. it in theaters, because that was a really cool experience. Um, yep. Good. That's some good stress. Very yep, good, good stress. Stuff. I gotta get the vinyl. It's expensive. I gotta get the Mondo poster. It's gonna sell out. I gotta get the varsity jacket, and it's not available, so I'm stressed. And I gotta watch all these Edgar Wright movies. You got some work to do. A lot to do. Yeah. You, to do. Yeah. You better get on it. Whew. Cool. Do that homework. Very stressed. Thanks for listening. You're yeah. Welcome. It's good though. Jake. Yo. What's up, man? Yo. Two things. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Two movies. Yeah. Both sequels. Okay. Happening now. Okay, call now. Godzilla. Godzilla's happening. Godzilla's being filmed right now. Yes. There's a tiny bit of news for Godzilla that I just wanted to talk about. It's stressing me out. All right. They've been putting out, like, they've been doing, like, uh, some viral marketing for Godzilla. Just, like, Monarch has been posting, like, videos, little, like, just, like, little clues and timelines is what they're doing. Uh And their first video, I I don't remember the year, but they, they picked a year and they were, like, Basically, what they're doing is they're they're teasing the origins of the monsters that are going to be in this movie. Okay. And they they posted this thing and they were like, uh, you know, in this year there was a volcanic eruption. Uh, the volcano had to be quarantined, and or not really quarantined, but they had to build a thing around it to keep this creature in. And they're obviously referring to Rodan. Because yeah. that's that's where Rodan comes from. He comes from a volcano. And then they yeah. put out another one uh, maybe today or maybe yesterday. I don't know. But they're like – it's like uh, super kaiju found in uh, – found frozen beneath some ice. Oh, 
Yeah. And they referenced the fact that it had three heads. So okay. it's uh, King Ghidorah. Did they reference the uh, glue that was used to hold the heads together? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Callback. That, that was a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's like it's, stress, it's stressing good. me out because it's coming out. Uh, you know, it's coming soon. It's filming and it's filming in Atlanta. And that's stressing me out super hard because I wish I were, was at the filming. I wish I could sneak onto set or be an extra in just like a scene where people are running around you know panicking yeah. i just want to be there for Looking it i want to like sky. godzilla is happening a couple hours away from me and i'm not i'm not there i feel but, like if you encountered a bunch of people running in atlanta you could and you knew that was the set you just could just jump in just it's just the yeah. peachtree road race it's <laughs> like no up the sky dude that's fun though but one thing that's uh i wonder is like so Comic Con's happening, like oh, yeah, uh, I don't know, like in a week. Yep. Is it next week? God and I it. wonder if there's going to be anything because you know when the first Godzilla came out, they had a really huge like Godzilla exhibit, and they had this uh, before before like Godzilla was really like unveiled, like what he looked like. They had like a um, they had like a virtual reality thing where you got put into a, a elevator, brought up to a floor where. The whole wall was like a screen, but it was made to look like you were in an office building and Godzilla walks by and it was like the first glimpse of Godzilla. And, you know, I just wonder if there's going to be anything for the second movie or if it's or if it's even too early still, because I know they're still like they're kind of like in the middle of filming. Right. But I don't know. I just wonder if 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 they're going to if they're going to have anything at Comic-Con. Yeah, I mean. There's a yeah. They I, always have such sweet displays and setups and stuff. Like I, you're, there's got to be something. I think there's a strong possibility. I mean, not just with Godzilla. I, well, I don't want to steal Jake's stress. Is your next stress about another movie that just wrapped filming? A different movie? Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to <laughs> yeah. steal your stress, but like, Dude, just, just yeah, go for it. Go oh, ahead. I know. Okay. Yeah. So I know this Jurassic one. World just finished. Yep. Woo. It just finished uh, uh, filming, and there's been a lot of I've kind of so like I there there's like a fine line between movies that I don't care if I if I spoil anything to movies that like I don't want to look at anything until I see the movie, and I feel like Jurassic World Part Two, you know, the fucking fifth Jurassic Park movie, I'm okay like seeing you know, trailers or behind the scenes pictures, yeah. or I don't care. It's like, it's, it's going to be Lotus wacky blow. and insane. Yeah. Whether, no matter what, so, like, all kinds of stuff recently about this movie and like universal trademarked the name Indo Raptor. And like, what is that? And a lot okay. of people think, a lot of people think that it's going to be, you remember at the end of Jurassic world, uh, right before, uh, fucking what's his i can't remember his name the dude got eaten but he's like he's like oh imagine that indominus but a fraction of the size oh, you yeah, know yeah, they're yeah. like trying to a lot of people shirt. think that a lot of people are like well indoraptor really? is obviously velociraptor and indominus and okay, there's right. even been like a couple photos of uh oh the, the director posted a picture of like him looking through the jaws of a dinosaur and and you can't like see the rest of the dinosaur, but if you look at the mouth, like it looks like an Indominus, but it's not big. It's, right. it's not. It's small. And then there was also a picture that was posted um, of like the actors' like chairs that they sit in, 
But in the glass behind that, you can see the reflection of a dinosaur. And a lot of people are mm. like, oh, it's the Indominus. The Indominus is coming back. But if you look at it, it's not the Indominus. It's mm. something new. So there's something happening there. They're cooking uh, something up. Something's happening. One of, the, one of the producers came out and revealed that there will be a volcanic threat present in this movie. Yep. So that's happening. A, a volcano eruption is going to happen. Mm. The Dilophosaurus is coming back. Yep. Universal They're breaking out the a, gate. Dude, Universal has made a statement saying that they want this movie to have more on-screen dinosaurs than any of the other movies yep. so far. Whoa. They're bringing Bonner. back animatronics. There's like an there's like pictures left and right of animatronic like stegosaurs, triceratops. Uh, there's a full-size tyrannosaur animatronic nice. on set, and nobody knows like. There's just a lot of shit happening. And they've come out multiple times saying this will be the darkest and scariest Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. Um, I like it. They filmed in Hawaii. I want them to leave all the animatronic dinosaurs there and have like an actual like a park in Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah. Would that be great? One thing I keep wondering about. And obviously uh, Jeff Goldblum's in it, which is amazing. Yeah. So they filmed in London and they filmed in Hawaii. And I just wonder like. So all of the Jurassic Park movies previously have taken place on some version of the park, either, you know, the original park or the the second site. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the third movie was, I guess, again on the second site. And then Jurassic World was back to the original one. So, Mm -hmm. like, I kind of get the feeling that this is going to be the breakout somewhere else. And if there's a volcanic threat, that would just like make like. I mean, who knows? But like, there's, I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really. There's I want to see ki- a volcano going off while people are getting attacked by dinosaurs. There's all kinds of like rumors about what the plot's going to be, and I've read like yes. I've read like multiple plot synopses that it's like there's like uh, some things in everyone that that you know there's like common threads in everyone, but then there's also like. For a long time, people were talking about how it's going to be military and that this movie is going to be weaponized. But then mm-hmm. I read a thing recently that's like, nope, this, there's a rich person who's like selling, who's trying to like auction off dinosaur. It's just like all kinds of weird shit. There's like rumors that it's about them trying to save the dinosaurs on the island before the island is destroyed by lava this raptors. volcano or whatever. Yeah, the lava raptors. So, so who knows at this point? But it's right. done filming, and they're gonna. You know that there's gonna be something at Comic Con. They're right, gonna right. something's gonna happen. Whether it's, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I doubt it's like a trailer, but they're gonna have right. some kind of promotion happening. Yeah. Um, this well, movie's coming out in a year. Yeah, it comes out next May. We should be getting a teaser trailer in the next, you know, three or four months probably, and then we'll, we'll yeah. get a, we'll probably get the full trailer around the time Star Wars comes out. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that's really exciting. Yeah, I yeah, can't wait. It, dude, there's also like they found um, it, it's it's not even it, it's like publicly out there that there's going to be a scene where they're in a submarine in the like <laughs> Mosiosaur section. Yeah. Okay. And there's like pictures of the of there's pictures of like the submarine on set. And I'm just like, this movie is going to be insane. Like, yeah. it just seems like. Every it's just gonna have everything in it. That just reminded me of remember on a Lost? volcano and a yeah a submarine. Remember on Lost, there was all the rumors. There's a submarine. There's not a submarine. There's a su- that it was like oh my god. There's a submarine, dude. Yeah. Anytime you say submarine and Lost, I just think of Sun and Jin and their last scene and how oh, fucking man. upset I was. <sighs> god. But yeah, so this movie's show. gonna be insane and yeah. just the level of movie like we're 
I say this every year, but like, you know, this fall it's going to start with it, which is going to be huge. Holy fuck! Yeah, then can right we talk around, about that? Right That's around, in like eight weeks. Yeah. I was running today. I ran past a drain, and it smelled really bad, and I got really excited for it. And there is they. It is official that there is going to be some kind of it stuff coming out at Comic Con. Right, like right. They yes. have posted. Yep. It's official. Oh, there, there's God. some stuff happening. Yeah, and then I think um, after it, we've got Last Jedi, like mm-hmm. in December. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then it's gonna. Uh, before that, we've got Thor. Yeah. And then it's gonna be Black Panther, Avengers, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And then, gonna, and then next thing you know, Hansa, it's Fallen be, Kingdom. <laughs> Fallen Get it yeah. right or pay the price. Fucking Planet of the Apes is, is out Dude, right now. Yeah. That's it came out today. Up. Yeah. I read a great article with Woody Harrelson today. That guy is awesome. I love him. I do too. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so yeah, I'm tons excited of, for that. Yeah, we're gonna see um, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, we'll see it tomorrow. We'll go see it. We'll see it. Cool. We'll see a movie. Jake, what other stress you got, man? Besides Dude, that just was... being fucking pumped for Jurassic World. That's uh... it, man. That that's it. It's just the. It's weird because Jurassic Park at this point is one of those. It's one of those franchises like Jurassic World did so well. It like it kind of uh, surprised. I think everybody. Yep. Everybody, mm-hmm. it made so much fucking money, but like, dude, it's not amazing. You know, there's, there's, some, existential there's some great stuff in it. There's some great stuff in it. It's really fun. There's some cool dinosaur shit. There's some really like, uh, there's some really like satisfying stuff, especially towards the end with with the T Rex. You know, but it's not. If you watch it back to back with Jurassic Park, it is not Jurassic Park. It's a totally different kind of thing, and it and it almost seems like. It's it's like Jurassic Park dialed up, you know, and then this it already seems like this movie is going to be just Jurassic World dialed up. Right. So mm-hmm. they're on one hand, they're saying like, hey, it's going to be darker. It's going to be scarier. Fuck all that CGI shit. We're going to try to do as much, you know, animatronics as we can, which all that stuff sounds great. You know, and you're like, oh, man, this this could be like super amazing. But then on the other hand, they're like, you know, submarine, Mosasaur, yep. Indoraptor, like well, what if it's all like kinds the, of weird shit. It's going to so. be like the Fast and the Furious movies where they just keep upping the ante every time. Dinosaurs <laughs> jumping out of a plane, driving cars. <laughs> I mean, why Land, not? Right. They're going to keep making <laughs> money. Not, right? like, the whole, it's going it, to be this. They're going to do the scene from the first Jurassic all Park. And they're like. You know, in the first dress part, she's like, oh, what if they learn how to open doors? You yeah. know, except right. every movie, it's going to be a, a more outrageous thing. What if they learn how to fly planes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what if they learn how to cook a four course meal? I can't calm down. <laughs> a velociraptor was just elected president of the United States. <laughs> and you want me They're to calm teaching down? Teaching our children. <laughs> oh, oh, and God. no, like the. Like three or four movies from now, that happens, but it's obviously a, a velociraptor dressed as a human. Yep. And yes. the only the only person who like knows that is Owen, and yep. he's yes. like, "That's obviously a velociraptor." That's obviously <laughs> a human to save his family. Yeah. Save his relationship. Yeah, guys, we got this. We got it. But that's the thing. I don't so need it's a like family story. Jurassic Park's one of the my favorite movies of all time. It's 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 up there with Jaws. It's a classic, right? Yeah. Yep. It had some sequels that weren't great. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World, good movie, nostalgia. I don't need Jurassic Park movies at this point to be groundbreaking. I don't need them to like be the greatest cinematic experience, like Spielberg level. I want them to be fun mm-hmm. and exciting with awesome dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, like I could, I mean, sure, it would be amazing if they 
made one that was like on par with the first movie, but I that's want it to be funny. not gonna happen. Yeah, I didn't. There wasn't as enough humor in Jurassic World, I think, and I think Chris Pratt, as funny as he is and as well as he can deliver like a good joke, I felt like he wasn't utilized. So I'd like to see him used better in this movie. Yeah. Go moving forward. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I think Bryce Dallas Howard. She's gonna, you know, from what she said, the character is gonna be a little bit different. And I'm excited to see it. Yeah. If it's fucking like jumping the shark, crazy submarine volcanic activity, that all sounds crazy and good. And yeah. I like it. I, like so. I want to see that submarine go into lava. Yes. Yeah, it might. It might. Maybe it. it's gotta outrun the go lava. Go into the volcano. <gasps> oh my god. They're gonna what airdrop if- a submarine into a volcano. <laughs> what like if that. the reason they're in the Mosiosaur pond is because that girl didn't die and she's like living in some kind of air bubble <laughs> thing like at the bottom and they have to rescue her. She's collecting T-Rex pee. <laughs> yeah. She's got like a little setup. <laughs> she's got she's like tough. a Hershey bar. Yes. <laughs> I want John Hammond in it. Let's Whoa. just go full stupid. <laughs> yes, do it. I mean, just bring him back like dude, he's not. Because like, so I was reading. There's this new movie coming out that Martin Scorsese's been trying to re- like release forever uh, called The Irishman. Mm-hmm. It's basically the the third in the like Goodfellas Casino trilogy. Okay, it's uh, the true story about the people who who confessed to the disappearance of uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Okay, so he's been trying to make this movie forever. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and they got Joe Pesci, who's coming out of retirement. It's mm. going to be direct to Netflix. They paid a ton of money for it. Yeah, that's Martin like Scorsese it. has final cut on the edit, so you know it's going to be three hours of just mm-hmm. craziness. But yeah. this movie takes place over like a 30 or 40 year period, okay. and they're using this new technology, the advancement of everything we've seen so far. And like for half the movie, Robert De Niro is playing a 30 year old. Jesus. Wow. So, all that leads to, yeah, let's bring back John Hammond. Yeah, Why not? Let's bring him back cool. if we can. We so have we'll the technology. Just, we'll just dig up his corpse. Yes. And mm-hmm. then CGI no. make him young. Yeah. That's it. That's how they no. do it now. This well, they is put, what like, lights on him and, you know, kind of moves around. <laughs> I want to see the prequel where he's just, we've talked about it before, where he's just, you know, going around with his flea circus. Yeah. And, Trying to get funding for his next mm-hmm. eat ice cream. It'll be like when they did that uh, Wizard of Oz prequel with James Franco. Oh, that one was so good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so It'll just be that. called Hammond, a Jurassic World It'll start story. Start black and white. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be great. I can't wait. It'll be good. You got my money. They'll be like, uh, we were saving that <laughs> for today. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> All right, yep. little one. Well, Jake, that was good stress. That was good. Yeah. Stress. I don't know if I'm Classic Jake stress. I love it. Monsters, it's good. <laughs> Dinosaurs, yeah. let's, I miss let's, it. All right, let's review the stress. Abby, yes, uh, an, a, a sexual affinity to yes. a movie attraction. There you go. <laughs> I love it. It's like good affinity for a movie. Not affinity. You have an affinity. It's amorous, yeah. You're yeah. polyamorous. It's a romantic inclination. There I am. Go. Poly- yeah, it's good. So yours it's was very, very open. It's good. And then Jake, <laughs> and Jake was. Monster centric and dinosaur centric. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's how yeah. it should be. And mine brings it all home. And you're deciding yours right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> Although I've done that before. Stress Let's on the hear fly. It, man. Yeah. Uh, my stress was going to be I came up with a spin off podcast idea called Wookies and Cookies. <laughs> it's where every week we make a fresh batch of interesting cookies and talk about them, and then we talk about Star Wars. Are too. they Star Wars themed cookies? Not or always. You just dip them all in blue milk. There you go. Ew. Oh, Jake says it's it's vegan. It's, it's vegan blue it's blue milk. Oh, okay. Well, right, cool. you know, 
a lot of people don't. Blue almond silk. This episode was brought. People to you don't by realize Blue that uh, Avatar is connected to the Star Wars universe because blue milk mm. comes from the pregnant the Navi. Navi. Yeah. Oh, good, good. It's breast. It's so, good. It's better. Uh, I, can we name this episode the pregnant Navi? The pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, when's the fifth coming out? Oh, yeah. Huh? I got, I got, aren't you guys ready for Avatar? 10? Oh, I can't wait for the tenth. Um, no. Ghostbusters! That's yes. my stress! Ghostbusters! Whoa. Guess what? We just talked about it. Comic-Con's next week, and for I th- this has got to be the first time ever. There's a Ghostbusters panel yeah. at Dragon Con. No? Oh, Well, there wait. is. I was like, wait, is there? Are we no. doing it? Uh, we well, that's, we'll talk about that in another episode. That's coming next uh, week. San Diego Comic-Con, they're having a Ghostbusters panel. Ghost Corps announced it next, uh, last week, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's going to be IDW-centric, so... It's going to be Eric Burnham and Dan Schoening, uh, mm-hmm. obviously the guys who do the IDW uh, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters comic. Yeah. But the panel is called Ghostbusters 101, a Ghostbusters panel of biblical proportions. Mm-hmm. Ivan Reitman is also doing this panel. Yeah. Cool. I do yeah. not think Ivan Reitman has ever done a panel at Dragon Con. No. No. I, I'm going to keep saying Dragon Con. I'm sorry. Dude, I hope he wears a Slimer mask when he's I, on the floor, <laughs> and then he, like, takes it off when he gets to the panel. Like, God, I hope he's, like, really cranky, and I uh, hope he's, like, I hope he hates every question that's dude, asked. I hope he wears tennis shoes with his khaki pants and his sport jacket. Oh, that's happening. <laughs> that's going to happen. So, uh, please forgive me. I'm going to keep saying Dragon Con, but I'm talking about San Diego Comic Con. Just know that that's what I'm talking about. Well, Dragon Con is our Comic Con. So yeah, it's, it's like our it's little Comic Con. Uh, no, so Ivan Reitman's going to be at Comic-Con with Dan Schoening and Eric Burnham. Uh, at first, we talked about, like, okay, they're, you know, Ghostbusters 101 is just wrapping up. Obviously, that's the miniseries where they combined the reboot universe with the original universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been really well done. Uh, the writing's good. It's funny. The Easter eggs are great. Easter eggs. It's a little tongue-in-cheek. We love Easter eggs. Yeah. We really do. Um, but we kind of thought it ended there, but let me read the official description of uh, this panel. So... Join Ghostbusters co-creator Ivan Reitman and IDW Ghostbusters Brain Trust, Eric Burnham, Dan Schoening, Tom Waltz. I believe Tom's like the higher-up dude at mm-hmm. IDW. Uh, they're going to be discussing the long-running, critically acclaimed, and fan-adored Ghostbusters franchise, including everything from the classic original movies to the long-running comic book series, as well as future plans for a major events from Ghost Corps that will add to the beloved brand's canon, bringing the different Ghostbusters worlds together like never before. Be there or be slimed. Here's my question. Are they announcing the animated movie at Comic-Con next week? It's possible, man. I, I hope so. I hope so, and I hope um, the guys behind the comic are, are yeah involved. You know, if, they're, yeah. if, if, they, if they're going to announce it there and those guys are there, then it makes sense that they would be you know, yeah. involved in it somehow. Yeah, Dude. I mean... What if it's just like a set of magnets? No, they're well, definitely it's they did, big. They did post that they're also going to be doing some product reveals. Um, I know that Blitzway, the company that's doing the um, the twelve inch really hot, like the Hot Toy style Ghostbusters figures, they're yeah. slated to reveal their twelve inch scale Ecto One at mm-hmm. Comic Con. Wow. Um, so we'll keep our but we'll keep our eyes out uh, for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like ears. Eyes. I'm having a nervous breakdown. So, that's good. So the Dragon Ghostb- Con's in like six weeks. I That's know. why you're stressed. I, I get it. I got a lot on my mind. Uh, the Ghostbusters animated movie is something we've heard rumblings about for the last year and a half or so, but there hasn't been any official announcements. 2019 is the um, 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters, 
if they're going to announce an animated movie, Comic-Con would be a really cool place to do it. Mm-hmm. What if they release a teaser trailer? Ooh. Whoa. Like, what if, I mean... The military assembles. No, <laughs> they can do better. They can do something good. I'm excited. And it, listen, love the reboot or hate it or indifferent, they're combining these universes. It is important. They're establishing... Women it. are funny. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I mean, I've gone back and forth. I feel like the number one goal should be to put out good content. I want a great Ghostbusters movie. I don't care if it's original universe, new universe. My preference would be... High school. Ghostbusters high. Uh, I just want a good Ghostbusters movie. And if they're like... All right, let's do best case scenario. The best case scenario is this. We're doing an animated Ghostbusters movie that will officially combine the original Ghostbusters with the new, with the, the new group from last year. And we're going to be using all of the original actors, obviously besides mm-hmm. Harold Ramis, to do the voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing, right? Yeah. Right. That's cause for celebration. I'd be into that. Yeah. Is that out of the realm of possibility? No, I think that's... I don't think so. That's more than a fan theory. I think that's like a legitimate possibility. Ernie Hudson would definitely do it. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd would definitely be involved. Dude, Ernie Hudson was in uh, fucking Twin Peaks. Yeah, he was. A couple eps back. That was cool. That was good. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that an animated movie is on the table for an announcement. Mm-hmm. Now, let's scale back. Let's say they don't do that. Let's say they just... Okay, actually, let me back up. The best case scenario is they announce a new movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to happen. Like a live action movie. Yeah, no. Right. Um, other possibilities are... Animated movie, animated series, live action series, mm. and more than likely they're prob- they're going to announce what's coming next in the Ghostbusters comics because yeah. Ghostbusters one hundred and one is almost mm-hmm. done. I imagine that the girls are going to get their own series. Yeah, I imagine that's where that's going. Um, my stress is this: I want to be there. I wish we could be. What there. if the girls are getting their own cartoon? That's not out of the realm of possibility. I know. I just felt like that could be something that, I don't know, with like that. Isn't there that like uh, a Star Wars like female geared mm-hmm. cartoon yeah. coming out and like yep. all the pro femme like Wonder Woman revamp and like Batgirl revamp and all that kind of stuff. Like what if gearing a cartoon to girls and having that merchandise, I would, maybe that would be something that would be cool. Well, I don't know. This, this conversation. I'm doing a little fan theory here. This conversation will be a good lead in until <clears throat> what we're going to do next week, which is our, uh, Ghostbusters answer the call one year later. Yeah, it is. Um, uh-huh. If you think about where we were a year ago, thinking about what will the Ghostbusters franchise look like a year from now. I was looking for my luggage at the airport <laughs> a year ago. <laughs> back from LA. I think like, I don't think any of us would have necessarily predicted where we are right now. Because in a lot of ways, it feels like we're back to square one. Right. right. I think we all assumed that Ghostbusters answer the call would maybe do better. Yeah. Box office yeah, wise. I think so. Yeah. And that would be the relaunch into whatever the, the new Ghostbusters universe was. Well, there was like a weird, sad finality to like the, the box office numbers after the end of the summer. I remember everyone was kind of like trying to resuscitate and like urge people to go see it. And at that point it was just, it's like, Oh, well kind of a bittersweet, mostly bitter ending to it. And well, the like, fans were like, Everybody was extremely vocal. Like, like it got to a point where it didn't really matter how good the movie was. Not connecting it to the originals in any way, shape, or form was just not a 
good decision. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was either a gunshot or fireworks outside of our house. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I heard gunshots. It's good. Usually Jake Jake, hears. send an ambulance over. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the way. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Like, it just, they did not connect it to the original universe. We'll explore that more next week. But I think we're in the age of sequels and legacy sequels. And mm-hmm. all these old TV shows are coming back. Will and Grace, back. The L word coming back. The OC is back in my house. It's not coming it's back. On Hulu, though. it's not coming um, back. Though. And you know, Jurassic World legacy sequel. All these Star Wars movies, and I feel like Ghostbusters fans who've been waiting for a third Ghostbusters movie their entire life. They just felt like they were getting ripped off. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of felt like, well, why can't we? Ghostbusters is such a great property with these two awesome movies. We just want to see it. Not ignored. Like the stuff that we crave. We don't want like a sugar or a salt substitute. You want the real thing. Like right. you, you want the stuff that you know and recognize. Right. So. And I feel like we could have gotten the same movie. Well, we'll talk about that stuff next week. Mm-hmm. But I think we're in a different place than we thought we would be a year later. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited to see what possible announcements are going to happen. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm as long curious. as long as it's not like Ghostbusters Day was, and it's like. Nothing, right? <laughs> you know, a bunch of buildup, and then it's right. a panel of just like, yeah, we'll talk about Ghostbusters with you guys. Yeah, right. I think there, I think there's a possibility that maybe they were going to announce some stuff on Ghostbusters Day, and then maybe figured out they could do this panel, and this yeah. is like a bigger platform to have. I Ivan don't think I don't think Ivan Reitman would be there if there wasn't actually something to announce. Right. Yeah. And. You know, he's not just going to talk about the Ghostbusters, you know, VR game, which is what they've been pushing a lot. Um, yeah, that's done. It's old news. So my predi- my official prediction, and listen, well, let's you know we're going to do the answer the call one year later mm-hmm. next week. Um, but let's go ahead and say this: if there is some pretty substantial news, we'll do a special episode to cover that and cover yeah. the fallout. Um, yeah, or the reaction. We'll open the hotline because yeah. I think yeah, that we'll open the something hotline. like that. Or you'll email us. Or yeah, send us your thoughts. We'll make up fake emails. Yeah, send Sometimes us your happen. Ghostbusters 3 pitch. Ron Daniels from Georgia <laughs> writes in, what in the hell are they doing out there? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think my best case scenario is they announce, uh, or my prediction is they're going to announce the animated film. And I don't know if we're going to get, like, some animation stills, a teaser trailer, uh Something I don't know, but I think God, if the IDW guys were involved, how cool would that be? It would be Very pretty cool. good. I would I would love to see Dan's artwork be the be the like template for whatever they they go yeah. with yeah. animation style. Yeah, and Fuck also yeah. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, Community people popping up inside that comic book is also very cool. How cool would that be to see like people on screen that you you know interact? Oh, with if they if they carried that into the movie, that would be yeah. that would be super cool. Yeah, yeah. So are we pitching ourselves right now? Is that what's happening? I'm not gonna. Act yeah, like I mean, I I'm not gonna already. say it, but if they're gonna have like a new group of Ghostbusters, there's no reason that it couldn't be like the three of us and Troy and Chris. Yeah, that's all yeah. I'm saying. There you go. It would be um, so perfect. Dan and Eric are gonna be at Dragon Con. Yeah. So yeah. they're doing yeah. a panel. That was announced. That's very cool. If they're involved in an animated movie or a TV series, that's going to make that panel, you know, that much cooler. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll get a chance to sit down and talk with them. Dude, Dragon Con's going to be huge this year. I'm, I'm excited Super about pumped. it. Super pumped. I'm really excited about it. Um, my final stress was Ghostbusters related. Um, uh, the Stranger Things poster. So <laughs> fucking. I'm a big dummy. 
Yeah. So we all know Ghostbusters is going to have some involvement with this second season of Stranger Things, but they released a new teaser poster yesterday. And there's this, like, thing that happens in the nerd world of, like, finding hidden meaning and message, you know, in... Mm -hmm. uh, in Reading into things, right. Reading into things. Inferring, right. um, I was having a a conversation about the poster with John Yerkeba, and we were going back and forth about uh, what do you see in the clouds. And basically... I drew a really shitty outline sketch of Stay Puffed in the clouds. Yeah, it was um, amazing. And then I sent it to John, and I was like, hey, will you make this a little bit better? And he just basically did, like, a, you know, a slightly better outline. Slightly less shitty, right. A slightly less shitty outline in the clouds. And I was like, oh, I'm going to post this just to stir some shit up. So I posted it on our Facebook page. I was like, who caught the Easter egg in the Stranger Things uh, <laughs> poster it's like 2648 people caught it and then i put it on twitter and of course dapper dan shoning himself the the artist we've been talking about yeah. on idw comics dan he, the man he goes full on uh he just he colored in and did a really good looking stay puffed in the clouds dude it's good and he said could it be straight better than the stay puffed and answer the call when i say that <laughs> just barely um and barely. he tweeted out but what was funny is people were like I want to put. I was joking. I didn't really see Stay Puft right. in the club, but now it's canon. It's real. He's there now. You see him. <laughs> He's really there. You see that angry, furrowed brow, yeah. those big uh-huh. cheeks. Um, so that was fun. It's it's really cool. Uh, I, I, what I'm saying is, I love the Yes Have Some universe. So thank you for indulging me. Yeah. And thanks uh, for crossing over. Thank you. <laughs> Do the crossover. It's good. Um, people were the tagline on the Stranger Things poster was. What was it? Something about closing the door? Don't close the door. The door yeah, swings both yeah, ways. Uh, something. Yeah, well, it goes something both like ways. That. People are looking into it. Look, we'll see. Yeah, I think I'll I think Stranger Things season two is going to be great. Hopefully, it's all about Ghostbusters, but we'll see. Who Dude, knows? I'm hoping yes. We'll see. But, but uh, if yeah. it's not, then maybe there'll be something online that you know. That's my that stress. Does that. There it is. It's That's Ghostbusters. Good. It's all. It's my. It's my number one. It's my number one Christmas boutique gift item. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, got it. Got it. Good. So hopefully, I like it. Listen, Comic Cons. We've never gone to Comic Con, but the we amount we talk about it every year. The amount of announcements that come out, TV, movie, and toy wise, we're gonna. Have, it's gonna be fun next week. I'm really looking forward yeah, to it for sure. A little envious. It always stings a little yeah, when news drops because you're like, God damn it! I want to see that. Um, but the the Ghostbusters panel is Thursday, so it's right at the beginning of the convention. So we'll. Uh, it's nice. We'll know next week. Very cool. We'll know something, or we'll know nothing, and we'll be even more bitter. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's not that one. Uh, I hope cool. there's some, like, juicy morsels being dropped. I think there will be. They wouldn't assemble that team. They wouldn't have all those people come out if there wasn't, like, some red meat to drop. Hey, Ivan Wright, San Diego. No offense, Jake. It's good. <laughs> vegan it's good. soy. Some option. vegan cookies and Wookiees. Cookies and Wookiees. <laughs> uh... There we go. Is it? There you have it. That's it. We covered a lot of ground, as usual. Yeah. What do you guys want to say before we leave? Man, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Yo, I'm, I'm not ready, joining I'm your stupid podcast. I'm ready for all of this stuff to be... I want to see it. I want to know what's happening. I want to see more weird made-up dinosaurs. I want to see Godzilla fight King Kong in three years. I'm tired of waiting. I want to surfing. That's all I gotta say. I want to see him on a surfboard. You want Chucky on a surfboard? Yeah, wax him up. I want Chucky on a surfboard. I want Chucky on that surfboard. Everybody's surfing now. Guys, you know what? Even Chucky's I say learning one, how. I want to say one more thing about Chucky. 
Yeah. We, we I skipped this earlier. <laughs> I, it skipped it skipped right under my we, we 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 went right past it. Yeah. I want everybody to go check out go to bloodydisgusting.com dot com uh-huh. and. Along with those posters that have been unearthed, there is also a Chucky theme song that was recorded for the original film. Okay. But they, like, last minute decided not to use it. Okay. But it's like, it's a rap. It's a rap song. Okay. And it was going to be at the end of the credits, and it's fucking awful. Go, Chucky. It's, like, super silly. It's really silly. It's, like, somebody rapping as if they're Chucky. And I've listened to it, like, ten times. Slow, slow. (laughs) That's the name. I love Uh, it. Is it speak rap? Or is it like uh, like good? It's rap? kind no. It's kind of like spoken speaking word. Rap. It's it it's amazing, but I just can't imagine like what it would have been like if they would have actually used this weird Chucky rap for this movie. Sounds Go cute. find it. Is it like uh, Daft Punk and uh, and uh, Pharrell get Chucky? Oh it's god! Exact, it's exactly like that. I'm up all night to get Chucky. Kill your girlfriend. <laughs> Oh God! He just doesn't. He doesn't like women. That's a you know. Chucky thing. is he's my evil. my he's biggest evil. problem he with him is he's a misogynist. Man. Well, but he doesn't. He's got a lot of hate. He loves calling people bitch. Yeah, he does. Him and Freddie. Him and Freddie. Yeah. yeah. They would get. What if that should be the new Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. Freddie gets a Chucky doll. <laughs> He's got a family. He had a kid at one point. So yeah. he, gets his kid he buys a Chucky, a Chucky doll. doll for his kid. Oh, oh wait, wait, I wait. Like that. The Chucky, the Chucky doll scares the kids into having nightmares, which oh. in turn allow Freddy to. You talk visit. about a partnership, dude. Like this, this is a win-win. I get it. I like it. And wait, when does he surf? <laughs> He's gonna surf at some point. <laughs> Well, it takes place. This one takes place in California. Oh, California Dreamin'. Yes, Chucky California yeah. Dreamin'. Thank you. There Wait, you go. That's a good name for a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. God damn it. Yeah, I know. California Wait, Dreamin'. it actually is. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yes. It felt good. He'd be like, welcome to the beach, bitch. Welcome to the OC, bitch. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I got it in. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever done a Chucky voice. What does he sound like? He's got kind of raspy kind of, I don't know. I don't want to go there right now. It's childlike. Yeah. Well, not when but he's not, too... But not really. But also, no, like a skeevy old man. You'll have to, uh, Craig. You'll have to... Craig, that's your homework. Work on a work on a Chucky impression, and Get I want to hear it. it next week. Get I could it. just do it on the spot. Let me look up a Chucky quote, and I'll just... I'm going to look up a Chucky quote. Uh, uh, there's, plenty, there's plenty of Chucky quotes. Right. So you're going to find one. How about... Here's one. Uh... Fuck you! <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's actually good. one. That's Craig, actually written... Yeah. Uh, Craig, is one like, so you watch wrestling. I do. Right? Yeah. yeah. So do you remember, uh, I think this was before Bride of Chucky came out. Okay. It's like sometime in the 90s maybe. I don't know. Whenever that movie came out. So wrestling at the time, I remember all of a sudden watching WCW Nitro. Like all of a sudden you start hearing a laugh. Okay. And I remember immediately being like, that's Chucky's laugh. I yeah. knew it. I was like, that's <laughs> Chucky laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they did it for a couple Mondays in a row. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I think it was maybe at a pay-per-view. I remember Yeah, this. tell me this. They, I'm like, they, like, brought Chucky up on, like, the Jumbotron. Yeah. And he just basically promoted his movie. Yeah. Yes. And then that was it. Yep. <laughs> and then he got in a limo and it blew up. 
Um, <laughs> no, that was last. Dude, I love crossover promotion like that. That makes no sense. So what's the bride? What's the bride's name in Bride Jackie? Although, what is it? <laughs> Attitude Era? Like, yeah, I guess that you've got crossover between the people who watch wrestling that would go see Bride of Chucky. But I like it when it like doesn't play into the storyline of wrestling at all. Yeah, it's, it's like, like when RoboCop came out to see right. Sting. Dude, that's um, <laughs> was it Snooky at uh, the WrestleMania that we went to? I, I mean, we were all very impressed with her acrobatic skills. Oh, wow. oh she did really good. So I forgot to tell you guys, I was pulling out of the gas station the other day. This is this is all ties back to what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. There was like a pink car. It's like kind of a crappy car. And you know how like our friends will have an Ecto or a Jurassic Park car? Yeah. This was a child's play car. They had oh, a what? Tiffany and a Chucky doll on you know when people have like falcons flags yeah. coming out of their window they yeah. were on top of the car dude it was like mad max <laughs> yeah i was trying to take a picture and i i couldn't get it but uh, yeah i'd be kind of frightened but excited at the same time yeah i would have gotten that they're picture. probably going to the beach definitely All to right. the beach well listen this was fun <laughs> we ended it with a little bit Wax of uh, fan fiction like we always do like we always do yeah and yep. uh i like the idea of chucky and Freddie partnering up. Like a Tina doll. Yeah, it's cute. It's good. Let's write it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's pitch it. Let's get some people on it. All right, cool. Uh, Don't forget, yeshavesomecast.com is where you can go check us out. Facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Group therapy. Group therapy on Facebook. Just search yeshavesomegrouptherapy. Add yourself to the group. Join the conversation. It's a lot of fun. A lot of stress in there. A lot of toy talk, a lot mm-hmm. of horror movies, Stephen King, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Twitter and Instagram, at YHS Podcast. And uh, don't forget to go to iTunes and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Help us uh, help us get our name out into the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of new listeners, lots of people reaching out. I will say this. We had a guy email us from Indiana yesterday asking us if we had any Yes Have Some merch. Um and uh, I have like three documents in Word that I've written with ideas for merch, but we haven't actually made any of them so, yet. So. Uh, uh, and I emailed him back, and we've gotten emails like that before. And Jake, I don't even know if I told you that, but yeah, stay tuned. We'll we'll be we'll, there. Might be stuff coming sooner rather than later. You stress will, up. You you'll playing stress up. Stress. I like up. that. Yeah, it's good. Uh, That's a good you, one. You'll be able to thank um, you. Too stressed to be blessed. Yeah. That's another one. That's another that we idea. Have. That's well, awesome. well, yeah. Listen, we'll have, we have some ideas. Maybe you on your some mark. Ideas. Get stressed. Go. You like that one? That's the one I like. That's the one you like. Uh, listen, like like if you have ideas, let's if there's a patch or a yes, have some shirt or a pin or something that you think would be really cool. Let us know. Throw us some ideas. Maybe we'll steal it. I want to do a calendar <laughs> with a photo shoot. That I've the three of us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, guys. Like us reenacting like our film favorite. locations, like all of us dress like baby and like go in front of the bank because it's like here. <laughs> okay. Had this idea. We did talk about doing a photo shoot, Jake, where the three of us dress up like uh, the Losers Club from the new movie. Yeah. I already scouted oh, yeah. a location in Piedmont Park where there's a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to hold balloons. Yeah. We're going to spell something. Now, that's a little dangerous, Al, because you know what happens after that photo shoot. Oh, <laughs> it's a diff, something different. It's good. Well, <laughs> that's. You know, the next month in the calendar. It's good. Last thing. <laughs> is there any chance that they broach that subject in the new movie? No chance. No, no chance. You don't, think, don't so? think so? Fuck no. No, it's not something. You know, I read an article about that recently, and, you know, that part in the book, it, 
it's something that people who don't know, who haven't read it still know about. They know about the orgy, but like Mm -hmm. within the contents of the book, there is an explanation for that orgy. It, you know, it's, it's weird to say it, but it makes sense within the contents of the book. I always, I agree. It's not going to work in a movie. It's it's a a different thing. Yeah. If Mm -hmm. they remade it in the late nineties, they would have just gone to an orgy concert. Oh man, <laughs> for sure. And those ball necklaces. Ooh, we have our ending music. I like it. How yes. does it Monday. feel? Yes. Beverly's got that dark eyeliner. Oh yeah. Oh. See, I, in twenty years, I'm gonna remake it, and it's gonna take place in the '90s. They're all gonna mm-hmm. like Limp Bizkit. Oh, last but not least, Kid Rock has officially filed papers to run for the Senate. That's not a. Oh, that's not oh, even cool. a joke. Yeah. So uh, mm. The Rock will be president. Kid Rock will be a senator. Oh man! And I'm moving to Canada. Yes. <laughs> ball with the ball, the bang, the bang. That's oh, gonna I be can't. his campaign I slogan. Can't, I can't even do it, dude. It's good. Uh, I also have to send you. I want to post this. La- this is the last king. thing. I saw a really funny video today. It was like, uh, it was a really shitty mosh pit at like some small concert. And these kids are barely like banging into each other, and then this mom steps in and tries to like stop everyone. No, 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 no! They are here because of you doing this. You do not step in. She, she's, she's like, no, no, stop it! She's it's really funny. Fight. Um, so that's Dude. what I'm going to do at the orgy. Like, no, we like it. This is part of it. Right. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh and the band Orgy, yeah, because God knows they probably go make your own mosh pit. They need something. <laughs> Uh, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be talking next week about Ghostbusters Answer the Call. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, feelings, one year later. Retrospective, look back. We had a yep. lot of opinions right after that movie. Do you think our opinions have evolved? Dude, that plane cast? Yeah, it was a pretty rosy review, so yeah. I listened to a little bit of that. Things change. Things change. Are we going to get the real story of what really happened that night in L.A.? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe someone will tell all. Is that Maybe. a teaser? I don't know. Am I deciding that right now? There's there's stories untold, so. Untold we'll stories of Abigail Gardner. Taxi cab confessions. <laughs> That's good. All Uber right. confessions. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Night, y'all. Bye, guys. Be safe out there. Is that really? Or we, we care. We love you. You done? You can call the hotline. Chucky, baby.